0: At Alina Health, we care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. Adults need seven to nine hours of sleep. How much sleep are you really getting? Toddlers, grade schoolers, tweens, and teenagers need even more sleep than that. How much are they really getting in this day and age of cell phones and electronics? Are we losing that good quality sleep that we need so badly? My guest is Dr. Vijay Venumu. He's board certified and family medicine physician practicing at Alina Health Oakdale Clinic. Welcome to the show, Dr. Venumu. Tell us why is sleep so important to our overall
1: health? Thank you for having me on the show, Melanie. Well, you know, sleep is pretty essential for the overall quality of life. Um, We kind of need it to look, you know, feel, perform um, on a daily basis. Um, And, you know, just even having lack of sleep has been linked to so many medical conditions, just even heart disease, diabetes, kidney disease, high blood pressure. Um, So it's pretty, you know, important for overall, uh, even in children, Um, You kind of need it for their growth, their puberty, you know, their fertility even. Um, It's sort of that time where, you know, growth hormone is released the most and kind of boosts, you know, muscle mass and repairs skin cells and um, even for our immunity. You know, it's one big reason why we always advise a good rest, you know, when we're all fighting the common um, colds or infections.
0: So what are our bodies doing while we sleep? Is this a passive event, or are they really busy repairing, growing, healing?
1: Oh, for sure. This is definitely not a passive event. We're talking about sort of a dynamic process, um, and it's really it's a period of restoration. You know, this is sort of when our muscles are repairing itself, you know, tissue growth is happening, and uh, most importantly, importantly, sort of involved in memory function, Um this is sort of where the steps in learning are, are made solid, you know, and, and stronger, and you're making neural connections, you know, that kind of form these memories. So consolidation is, is really big. Um, and, you know, it's also involved in what I mentioned in a lot of the hormones, kind of controlling your growth and, and appetite, to, to mention a few.
0: People have heard about REM sleep. Give us a quick synopsis, if you would, just a little tidbit about what that even means.
1: Sure. So, you know, physiologically, these are sort of the cycles that are happening during sleep. And uh, most people have probably heard about REM, which is, you know, rapid eye movement, and uh, NREM, which is non-rapid eye movement. So more majority of our sleep is actually uh, NREM, which is the non-rapid eye movement. And it sort of goes through four stages, you know, one, two, three, four, one just being, you know, kind of that light sleep. You're just falling into it. Stage two being, you know, the body temperature drops a little bit. Uh, You start becoming a little bit more disengaged from your surroundings. Um, But at this point, your heart rate and breathing are still regular. And then kind of stage three and four is sort of the deepest and most restorative sleep. So this is actually where your blood pressure starts dropping. You start breathing a little bit more slower, your muscles get a little bit more relaxed. So, you know, you could imagine this would be um, the best time to, you know, for your body to um, allocate resources for energizing the body. So this is actually where blood supply, you know, is increased to your muscles and uh, kind of used for tissue growth and repair um, and hormones are released at the same time. And then you have the rapid eye movement which is of about 25% of your night, and um, this is kind of recognized where dreams start happening, and the brain is a little bit more active, immobile, you know, your body, and uh, a little bit more relaxed. So there's a whole lot going on during sleep, uh, and it's, it's absolutely nowhere near um, a passive event.
0: So children need a lot of sleep, but in this day and age, Dr. Venumu, they are not getting enough. I'd like to jump right to the fact of some tips that you can give parents listening on getting their children's, their toddlers, their tweens, and then, of course, their teens, to get a better night's sleep.
1: Absolutely, and this has kind of become a pretty big issue recently, and my big tip is you have to establish a system. Um, sort of in this day and age of screens, you have to cut down on screen time. So we're talking about video games, iPads, TVs, cell phones, Um, those few hours before bedtime. And, um, you know, research has actually found that the wavelength of light, you know, emitted from these screens um, actually depresses your melatonin levels, which we need to start our sleep cycle. So pretty much just a half an hour of TV before bed um, can keep your child up almost an extra two hours. Um, You have to establish a relaxing and consistent bedtime routine. So if it's reading your child's favorite book, you know, Um, go ahead and do that. Something familiar, nothing scary. Um, And if there are any sort of bedtime fears and and reassurance doesn't work, um, you can go ahead you know, get those special toys for protection, a flashlight, a toy, you know, an air freshener, like sort of a monster spray or something like that. Um, For little ones, um, I'd probably say try avoid singing or rocking your child to, to sleep. Uh, you might find this sort of a repetitive behavior that you have, you know, that you do every night in the middle of the night. So you have to try to phase this behavior out, you know, kind of use transitional objects, um, you know, stuffed animals or favorite blanket. Um, keeping the room a bit cooler can also help promote a deep sleep. And um, kind of the biggest one being overscheduling. A lot of children these days have a lot of extracurricular activities they do after school, you know, sports, music, karate um, you have to recognize that the later these activities run, um, the later their schedules run as well to finish chores at home or homework and eventually a late bedtime. Um, and lastly, you know, actually look out for sleep disorders. You know, sometimes even after our best efforts, um, some children have genuine sleep disorders, you know, such as night terrors or nightmares. So something you have to get your child's doctor uh, involved in.
0: Now, adults are suffering from insomnia all over the country. We are so worried about money, finances. We're so dialed into electronics. Give us your best advice on sleep hygiene for adults, and does a glass of wine before bed help you fall asleep or hinder your falling (laughs)
1: asleep? Well, the rule of thumb is uh, no caffeine, no nicotine, and no alcohol before bedtime. Um, And you have to keep in mind that... um, even chocolate has a little bit of caffeine in it as well. So these are all things that can um, affect your sleep. But when you are talking about sleep hygiene, you're, you're talking about establishing good sleeping habits pretty much. So that's, you know, saying maintaining a regular sleep schedule. So sleep at the same time, you know, get up at the same time. Uh, and this is even in, uh, on weekends, you know, sleeping um Sleeping in sort of resets your sleep cycle and makes it that much harder to wake up early morning. Um, Sleep only as much as you need to get the best rest. Um, You know, don't smoke, um, especially in the evenings. Um, If you can avoid, um, use your bed only for sleeping and sort of intimate moments. So you shouldn't read in bed, no TV, music, laptops, as I kind of mentioned earlier. Um, Even exercising daily about, you know, five to six hours prior to bedtime um, can help. Uh, Avoiding naps during the day helps. And uh, finally, staying away from uh, um, sort of large meals close to bedtime. Um, These are all sort of contribute to a good sleeping, you know, pattern and, and habits.
0: In just the last minute, Dr. Venumu, please give your best advice on when people should go to a doctor if they think that they are suffering from sleep disorders.
1: Sure. So we're talking about, you know, all these points that I've mentioned about sleep hygiene. You know, you've kind of incorporated all these points. Keep in mind, you know, stress can be a big thing. And as you mentioned, you know, uh, stress at home, work, financial, um, These are all things you should look for, and these are all things that if they affect your daily activities and your daily life and, you know, how the rest of your day goes, these are definitely, this would be definitely a time to go and see your doctor about, you know, even uh, non-medication and medications that you might need to use.
0: It's great information about the true importance of a good night's sleep. And if you are experiencing any of these red flags that Dr. Venumu has pointed out, then be sure and visit your local doctor and get great information about the ways to get your best night's sleep. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. And for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.